Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Jean Cirillo, Julie Zellman, and Frank Todaro. This is I Am the Future. And now, Lady Fontaine. And this is still Frank Todaro. Unfortunately, uh, it seems that uh, uh, Lady Fontaine has been held up, but I am here with Dr. Jean Cirillo. Dr. Jean, are you with us? Yes, I am. Uh, well, it looks like you are flying solo as uh, part of the uh, dynamic duo of advice giving this evening so far. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, you know, uh, I'm a wow. bit psychic. I learned how to be that way from my association with Lady Fontaine. Sometimes the psychic ability rubs off on you. Really? So, uh, yeah. so what am I thinking right now? Well, I guess you want a reading, not psychological advice. I'll give you both. <laughs> you have to take one with the uh, other. If I give my psychic readings, you have to take psychological advice. That's that's the Jeez, uh, it's the old bait and switch, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're calling for a psychic reading tonight, unfortunately, you're going to get both. Or I should say, fortunately, the best of both worlds with uh, Dr. Jean Cirillo and Dr. Jean Cirillo together. Yes, tonight. my two sides. One time only. <laughs> well, we've got a great show for you tonight. Eventually, I believe uh, Jill will be with us. Um, we are just waiting for her to call in. Uh, so thank you, everybody. We are going to be taking calls later on in the evening. So uh, if you'd like some advice from uh, Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo, call 646 646- Three eight one four one four one to get expert advice on all that troubles you. And remember, if you don't get on the air tonight, you can always send us your questions at mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean are going to be selecting a few of those questions each week to answer live on each show. So that's like getting a free reading and a free psychological evaluation. Is that uh, correct, sir? Well, I I won't do a whole evaluation. I'll just give advice Uh, on whatever it is the person calls about. Because I know we always get a lot of callers. And it seems that uh, Miss Julie Zellman is also with us on the line. Julie, is that you? I'm here. Hi, Julie. Hi, Dr. G and hi, Frank. How you doing? Almost a full house we've got going on here. But the psychic is moving. Say one more time. I said, but the actual psychic is not here? Unfortunately, the psychic is not here, and none of us are psychic to see where she is. So, um, unless one of us is, 
Back well, we all did some uh, very, very interesting uh, spirit hunting, whether we're psychic or not. Some of us have quite a bit of training in that area, right, Frank? Oh, well, I just watch, just watch it on TV, really. I don't know much about that. I just look pretty on the camera. Okay. That's your job, to look pretty. <laughs> well, I... Oh, I, I work hard at not believing things. And uh, just like any uh, responsible team, you always have to have one guy who wants to look behind the curtain. And uh, I feel like I'm that guy. <laughs> I thought but, um, I was the resident skeptic. Are you taking away both my roles? I have a feeling that you're slowly coming over to the other side there, Dr. Gene. You, uh, you're starting to exhibit psychic powers. And not to mention, you are uh, you're entertaining things that... Geez, about a year ago when we started doing this, I don't think you were, were you? I don't know, probably not. You know, it comes on so gradually. You, you don't, you're not uh, even aware of it. Or maybe I, maybe I was doing these things and I wasn't aware of it. Like I said, I used to get in trouble even in high school when I would suddenly start talking about somebody, and all of a sudden the person came around the corner. See, I'm still of the opinion that those abilities are probably present in all of us. I mean, how many times have any of you listening at home or uh, or either of you with me on the radio right now thought of a song and randomly turned on the radio and that song uh, plays? Or thought of someone from your past you hadn't thought of for a long time and suddenly they, and they call, call or walk past you? Exactly. Now, why? What for, uh, then you're saying what we all have psychic abilities. We just need to accept them and be aware of them and do certain exercises to bring them out, then then you are saying there is such a thing as psychic ability. You're not a true skeptic. A true skeptic would say it's just law of chance or, you know, you, you heard that person's voice from around the corner or you thought of an event and you knew someone was going to call. That They would come up with all sorts of logical excuses for these things. You're not doing that. See, now, I would think, though, that, by me being a skeptic, it's not necessarily skeptic of the phenomena itself, but skeptic of the explanation of it. I think that these things are happening, and I think that there's probably an explanation for that. And I do have to stay objective when we're on the radio or on my show. I have to be even more objective. Uh, quick plug, The Invisible World, airing at 12.30 on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> but the, uh, All right, so what's the objective? Uh, the, that the people that you know in the invisible world are the ones who are telling us these things. Well, see, that's the thing. I think in order to responsibly believe and speak about these phenomena, you have to accept that we really don't know where they're coming from. I think personally, however, if I want to just give opinion, when you think of the person who's coming around the corner when they end up doing so, or when you have that hunch or you both think of something at the same time, that you're both tapping into something, perhaps not a collective conscious or uh, a magical guff of information, but tapping into the existence outside of linear reality. And I'm going to get a little uh, little weirdo sounding here. Yeah, that is even weirder than psychic ability. Absolutely. And it's, uh, it's not necessarily, I, I am not a disbeliever in psychic ability at all when it comes to it. it I, where I sometimes take issue is when people say that they know why it happens that they know how it happens, because there really is no way. 
it's an interesting concept, this whole time versus linear time versus existing outside of linear time. Because in order to exist, you have to have a beginning, and you have to have an end, right? Yeah. Right. And we're all just sort of stuck in that middle. So We sure are. We're in limbo. Yeah. Well, it, if not limbo, uh, limbo, I guess, being outside of linear time, maybe the other side of the coin. And maybe that's well, what we're getting small glimpses into, because there's still a part of us that maybe that same part that existed before we were born and after we die, the concept of the afterlife even. Maybe it's not necessarily an afterlife, because after denotes something that comes after uh, obviously, it's a continuation. Uh, it is exactly that. It is a continuation. And while we're here, there's a part of us that still taps into that, that is still connected to that. And once in a while, the barrier between our corporeal existence here and the other side could potentially uh, thin a little bit. And you get a little glimpse of what's going to happen next and what's going to happen next and who's going to call. So, That's scary. Again... This is Frank Tadaro talking, and uh, this is purely my opinion, not the opinions of Lady Fontaine, I in the future, or anyone involved with this. So this is just me lathering on. So so there you have that. But, well, Frank, um, why but do it's you interesting. think that some people have those abilities more than others? Do you have a theory on that? Do I have a theory on that? Jeez. Um, I'm just curious. You're asking why. Why is, why is it given to some people and not others? See, no, I'm comfortable with the fact that I have no idea. I that's have okay. no clue. You know what? Maybe there are certain mysteries could... in the universe that we're not supposed to know, so that's fine. Absolutely. And, you know, maybe maybe it's a habitual thing. Maybe it's if you're told all your life that the sky is green, you're going to call what everybody else sees green. Right. You know? I mean, there's that whole concept of how can you describe color to somebody. You can't necessarily say it's warm because the things that you associate it with, if you're actually seeing green and I'm seeing red, but you're calling green red, there's zero way that you could describe what green is outside of it is green. So we all have to operate with the toolbox that were issued back at the beginning. So uh, so it's, it's, it's interesting, but I don't have an answer for that. What do you think, Julie? Um. I don't have an answer either. I was curious if someone had an answer for me. I don't know if it's something that, well, you know, certain people are born with the ability or if it's something that you can hone and get better at, but it seems to me that there are certain people that are just naturally, well, that's what this show is. We've got Lady Fontaine who can give psychic predictions and Julie Zellman who cannot, and I don't think it's because Lady Fontaine practiced but I don't have an answer as to why she can and I can't. But then again, you can ask, why do you have uh, – scientists will answer this in a scientific way, but why Why do you have better eyesight than I do? Why does someone have better hearing than someone else? I mean, maybe it's just something like that. It's just something you're better at than others. If it's another, Who knows if there's a muscle somewhere in the brain that that would dictate that exactly? Why are some people predisposed to being better at certain things than others, just right. talent-wise? Mm-hmm. Your There's a part of our brain know. that connects with the with the uh, collective brain. It is interesting when they do brain scans of a psychic while they're using while while they say that they're using their uh, abilities. The occipital lobe goes crazy. So who knows? Maybe there is some sort of uh, I don't want to say deformity, but some sort of unique structure like a, of a third eye 
that you can't that that the world can't see. <laughs> yeah, a third eye in the back of your head instead of the front. Just like I said, my teacher was the only one that had the eye in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I used to have a French teacher that would stop in the middle of the class and 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 just turn to everyone and say, "If I had a an eye at anywhere in my body, I'd want it on my fingers so I could look around corners and just stare at us and wait for us to say something." Uh, I went to summer school that year. <laughs> well, it looks like that. Uh, uh, Lady Fontaine is still not with us. Um, well, pretty ladies, soon we're if you eye on the sky, uh, aren't we? The Skywatch report, I believe, yes. is, uh, yes. is going to come up momentarily. Yeah. Um, we better tell right. the callers, though. I'm happy to speak to them. Don't be shy. I'm here and too. And we do. We do have a full switchboard, might I add. Okay. Um, Oh yeah, the switchboard is is just exploding with uh, Yuletide lights right now. As I look Wonderful. at it, wonderful. I'm ready. We have a seasonal switchboard, but um, Frank, are you right. able to access the Skywatch report? I ah yes, I am in fact. So, Julia, you know, normally you would... I do it, but I don't have the switchboard this evening. Sure. Yeah, and I never have a switchboard, just my phone and, and the eye in my brain and uh, <laughs> that I might or might not have, uh, <laughs> and my own concept. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here is this week's Skywatch Report. Hello, everybody. This is Sky McKenna with my weekly Skywatch Energy Report. This is a review of the energies for the upcoming week. And if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives, or you can go to my website, skymckenna.com, and click the link near the top of the page. You can also read the Energy Report on my blog. There's a link at the top of my website for that, too. So, we've got the wind in our backs. We're still holding on to our hats. Here's the week ahead in eight minutes or less. And this, then, is for the week beginning Sunday, December 12, 2010. Well, we're in full Mercury retrograde alert now. Last Friday, December 10th, Mercury stationed retrograde, and we may have already experienced some frustration, confusion, intensity, or even miscommunications, or maybe even felt like our progress has been blocked. So from now until the end of December, this is the time for us to reflect, rethink, complete old projects, and tie up old loose ends. And we need to remain flexible in our schedules and our planning. We might even see some people from the past coming back into our lives, either for renewal or closure. And this particular Mercury retrograde is also part of a conjunction to Pluto and Capricorn on Monday, December 13th. And this is a very serious mindset and a very serious energy. And we shouldn't be surprised if more previously hidden information comes to light, especially in big business and government. But this, however, is an excellent time to do research, ferret out the facts that we need, make our lists, and get ready to hit the ground running after the first week in January 2011. And if we can, we should put off making any major decisions, making any major purchases, especially electronic or computer or big-ticket items like vehicles, until the second week in January. However, life doesn't always wait for us, so if we must make some big decisions, we can do just fine. We should just double, triple, quadruple check our facts 
and be ready to make adjustments to those plans, especially by the second week in January. Now on Monday, December 13th, retrograde Mercury will also conjunct Mars. So combining the energy of retrograde Mercury, conjunct Pluto, and Mars early next week, we will want to be prepared for very strong words frustration, even anger in us or around us, especially if we feel more blocked than usual. This is an extremely volatile, transformative week that we have ahead of us, and we want to be prepared for the enormous potential for building and transformation, and do use it to transform and not tear down just to be tearing down. And on the positive side, we could also have the courage to say things that have been on our minds for a very long time and that have needed to be said. But it's very critical now that we consider the delivery of our words because there may not be an opportunity to turn back once the horse is out of the barn. And we'll want to be absolutely positively sure that what we feel we need to express needs to be said right now, right at this moment. The coming week is a time to walk softly as we make our path to the new year. And then on Thursday, December 16th, Pluto will reactivate the lunar eclipse that occurred last June 2010, and this will likely begin to stir up the energy that was around us last June, which was the time of the Grand Cross. A lot of us remember that one, and the energy of that great eclipse will be back with us, so we need to think back to what was happening to us in June, especially the weekend of June 26th, if we can, when the eclipse actually occurred, and consider how things may have changed in our lives since then and where we still want to go. And we need to be prepared for enormous opportunities for growth over these next few weeks, and also more opportunities to walk softly and be very observant of events unfolding around us. Because on Thursday, December 16th, our radiant sun squares off with Jupiter. Jupiter wants to make everything bigger and will want to expand. But this energy can make us want to dream just a touch too big or expand too fast or make promises or hear promises that can't be kept. So we'll want to be alert for that energy too. Finally, on December 18th, the life-giving sun forms a beautiful 60-degree aspect of opportunity to Neptune and we can be inspired. Hope and optimism and healing can surround us and bring us some welcome relief from the energy of this week. And thankfully, the energy will shift to be more upbeat, but we'll still need to keep a cool head about us if we can, especially in our spending, our talking, or overindulging in any way, especially in response to this past week. Because the same day, retrograde Mercury will enter Sagittarius and the Sun will square off with Uranus, and we can feel our expansion kind of slam out around us like a boomerang after this week. Our worlds may experience a lot of interesting shakeups this week, so we need to be ready for disruptions, but also be ready for events and excitement and messages and opportunities occurring out of the blue. So for these next few weeks, we need to be nimble and fleet-footed and flexible to whatever comes up, and we need to say yes to newness and excitement, but we also need to take a deep breath, make plans while staying flexible with those plans, And we need to take a step back, take another deep breath, and simply watch and observe anything crazy-making in our lives go right on by us. Because next week we have a major eclipse on December 21st, which is also the winter solstice. And it's also part of the closure of 2010 as we move to the birth of 2011. There's an ancient Chinese proverb that says, May you live in interesting times. I guess we pick that one. Now this week, I want to talk about how each sign may experience this Mercury retrograde. And as always... This will apply to your sun sign and ascendant rising sign if you know it. Aries, your career is going to be affected, so look to possible reconfiguration, reassignment, or adjustment in your career life. This can be an exciting new thing, but don't make big changes until the end of the month. Taurus, you have a possible opportunity for learning and traveling and expanding your horizons. Be sure and double-check any plans, though, especially when you're traveling. Gemini, matters related to joint income and shared resources 
taxes, and inheritances, good return for another look. Consider new offers carefully. Cancer, take care with communications with all partners, personal or business, and some issue that you thought was resolved may resurface for a relook or reconsideration. Leo, you're going to be rethinking and refining your daily schedule and also be reconsidering and refining your health and health routines. Virgo, you'll be rethinking what you do for pleasure now and someone from the past may make a return appearance, so be ready for that one. Libra, your home and family life are up for review. Any communication problems here can be lessened by communicating very clearly and very specifically. Scorpio, make sure your vehicle maintenance is up to date and all your communications are lined up, especially your computers. This is hitting you in your house of communication. Sagittarius, you'll want to think before spending now. There may be some payments that are delayed, but you may also be considering possible new sources of income. Capricorn, your personal life is up for a rethink and readjustments to yourself and your beliefs. Even your appearance may change after the first of the year. Aquarius, people or issues from the past may come up for review and re-examination, so keep an eye on that one and be ready for some new information from old sources. Pisces, you'll want to be communicating very clearly with friends and groups to avoid misunderstandings. And a friend may re-enter your life now. This is a good thing. Well, that's a wrap for this week's edition of the Skywatch Energy Report. And remember, if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives or visit my website, skymckenna.com, and the link is right there at the top of the page. And you'll also find a link to my new blog if you'd like to read the Energy Report. And remember, the animals still need your help. You can feed a homeless animal with just the click of the mouse. It's absolutely, positively, no questions asked free. In 2009, your clicks equaled 92 million bowls of food for homeless animals. So just go to theanimalrescuesite.com and click on the purple button that says, click here, it's free. Well, that's about it for this week. And remember, you never lose by loving. You always lose by holding back. So till next time, take good care, God bless, and namaste. Thank you, Sky McKenna. To learn more about Sky, please visit her website at skymckenna.com. That's S K Y E N A C K E N N A dot com. Or check out our check out Lady Fontaine's show page on BTR. There's a link there to her website. That of course is Blog Talk Radio. That that stands for. You can also listen to Sky live on the air Monday mornings at eleven AM Pacific Time on Achieve Radio. Achieve Radio, the same way it's uh, spelled normally, nospaces.com. So tell Sky you heard about her here. Now, it seems that uh, Lady Fontaine will not be able to be joining us tonight. So I think what we're going to probably end up doing, and uh, Gene, let me know if you think this is a good idea, is uh, perhaps shutting down for now and uh, try to do this again maybe at some point during the week. but we'll figure it out, or or just come back in with a bigger and better show next Tuesday, Jean. We certainly will. Yeah. Now, now, what's happening with our mailbag? Do we have the mailbag questions? We do have mailbag questions. However, I uh, I'm wondering if perhaps the people who wrote in uh, they did write to Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean. Uh, perhaps we should wait till we have the one-two punch of the psychic and psychologist together. I guess we could. You know, these we have a lot of callers waiting, don't we? Uh, the callers, uh, the the switchboard, <laughs> right after I made that announcement, it it did it did, it, it, uh, it did yes. 
Oh, okay. All right. Well, then, you know, I looked at the mailbag questions. I I try to be prepared ahead of the time. And really, these are two appropriate questions for me to deal with. There's not much prediction here. It's kind of uh, the situation is such that I I think I can handle them. Well, we can always. You want me to read them? Huh? We can always ask. Uh, yeah, we can always ask Lady Fontaine for her opinion uh, next week on them. I would be more than happy to read these and uh, get some feedback from you. Yeah, uh, you will so, see so let's I get mean. started. Let's okay. get start. I, I actually have not looked them over yet. I just got them in my email box and hadn't gotten a chance to look them over yet. But the first one starts out, dear Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean. I am a divorced woman of 31. I've been with the same man for five years now. He's still technically married although they've been separated for six years. He adopted her two children, and now he pays child support. The problem that I'm having is this. Every year he says he's going to get a divorce, but he never does anything about it. The one time he told me to call around to find out how much it would cost, and I did. Then he wanted me to have the most expensive attorney that I, couldn't find, that I could find. I don't know why. In our state, if you're separated for more than two years, you get an uncontested divorce for about $200. I even call the place that takes $25 down, and you make payments. I got all the paperwork, and he still didn't look at it until we got into a fight. Still to this day, that was six months ago, he still hasn't done anything. I've asked him to leave if he didn't have something to do, uh, if they didn't have something done by New Year's Day. Am I wrong? We're engaged, or supposed to be. I'm tired of waiting. He says he he hates her. I feel that if that's true, then he would have gotten a divorce a long time ago. He says he loves me more than he has ever loved anyone before. But why does he continue? He knows that he bothers me. He knows that this bothers me, excuse me, and that I've cried myself to sleep at night. So again, Why? Oh, by the way, his other excuse is that he hates paper and he hates court. Thank you. Giovanni, Salisbury, Maryland. Well, I mean, you know, I don't even think you have to be a psychologist to answer this, that he might hate paper and court, but he's more comfortable where he is and not making any moves. Maybe he doesn't believe his ex-wife will... um, take a, a non-contested divorce or, or uh, probably that he has some ambivalence because I think that Giovanni is then going to want him to marry her and he, he might want to leave his ex-wife, he might hate his ex-wife, but I don't think he wants to marry this person whether he loves her or not. I, I don't know what the reason is. Maybe he just wants to stay unmarried at this point. She's doing all the work. <laughs> you know, it's obvious it's, if it's as easy as she's saying and there's nothing where the wife would refuse to give him the uncontested divorce uh, and it's been going on for four years, I think she's held on too long. And I'm sure Lady Fontaine would agree with this, that she definitely should give him the New Year's ultimatum. Well, I mean, Frank and Julie, what do you think? As lay people or whatever profession you're in, should she hold out past New Year's? Uh, Julie's not on the board right now. She will be back with us momentarily. Um, okay. Frank, I the man's point of view. <laughs> you're I, I, I would be curious as to his 
intentions here. And and I please, uh, Giovanni, I don't think by any means I'm saying that this is the case, but it's bizarre that you're the other woman right now and that somehow this is okay in his mind. I would be very apprehensive of getting into a relationship with someone who, uh, well, I... I really don't know what to say because I don't. I, from the from the information that you gave us, I, I I can't really delve into his mind because I mean he really could just have some sort of hang up about paper. But I, I, I yeah, but I'm sorry, you I really know don't the know. paper for him, Frank. You know she'll do it. She's she's almost uh, blasted every one of his excuses because she went and got the paper. She went and got somebody that would take twenty five dollars. Obviously, he wants to stay as her living companion, and he wants to keep it that way. You know, there are some I'm, men that once they get married or some women, they say never again, but they still want to have a friend, lover, a place to live. He's got all those things with no commitment. I'm also I'm also tiptoeing around the issue of what I really want to say is that if you're actually in love with somebody, then nothing will stop you. And I don't know who I'm saying that to because – I'm saying it initially to him because if if he does love this girl, then he should be climbing mountains and punching zombies and fighting ninja and doing anything that he possibly can to be with her and make sure that she's comfortable in the way that she is being with him. And on the other token, she has to understand that that same doing anything for love does not necessarily apply in this case. So it's it's a little weird putting an ultimatum anywhere in uh, in a relationship because the second you say do this or this happens or do this or this doesn't happen, human instinct is for you to say you're not the boss of me and pull back. So when I say I really don't know what advice to give, that's why. I would be afraid that this might erupt because of that. But at the same time, I yeah. – Maybe this guy has to appreciate rough. the fact that if if she's worth it, then she's worth it. And just poop or get off the pot. I'm trying to edit myself here, but it's uh, it's it's an interesting situation, um, and it does come into respect, uh, Giovanni. And I, I I hope I hope that I'm saying that uh, that, that correctly. Um, it comes as to like how much you respect yourself. Whether or not you yeah, want to how, be with how much some are you guy. willing to live like this? He does. He, if he adopted her two children, then he has visitation rights, so that shouldn't stop him. And she would have to accept that he would see the ex-wife and he would see the children. But uh, if she's providing him with a place to live, he's got the best of both worlds. If he now has to leave and and look to live alone in a hotel or somewhere without her, then then he'll have to make a decision. His life is too comfortable now. He's in a comfort zone. And something. sometimes when somebody has no problem, except that you're a little dissatisfied, it's what we call the payoff matrix. The payoff is pretty much, all right, she's a little unhappy, but he's got a place to live, he's got money, yeah. He, he, you know, he sees his kids, uh, he he's not he doesn't have to give his ex wife anything like if he's afraid if she wouldn't accept an uncontested. So in that case you have to kinda of give the person a problem 
And if it, if it causes a relationship to break up, it would have broken up anyway. You just spend four more years like this. Well, it's uh, it sounds like again when I was saying that there is uh, from the information given, it's hard to give an opinion because there could be other variables. We don't know if this guy maybe he doesn't believe in divorce. Maybe divorce is against his religion, and he really believes that. And he step around that. Divorce is against his religion. <laughs> maybe it's a very <laughs> different religion than we're familiar with. I don't know. I don't know um, any religion maybe where it's okay to be living with somebody and 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 be uh, unless it's a religion where you're allowed to have several wives and then they all have to live together like sister wives usually. <laughs> well, you know, I mean. It's uh, some some religions were created just for that, just for that fact. Uh, it's a personal religion. You know no your history, work. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Hold on one second. Something's going on with the switchboard here. Let me just uh, take care of that. Okay. All right. I get, it looks like something is happening with the switchboard. Are we getting our callers back, or uh, is something else? Uh, happening. Maybe we're getting Judy back, Julie back, or I'm or here. Jill. I'm back. Hi, Julie. All right. Hi. Here we go. Okay, the J team is back. I thought I heard you grunt in the background about something that. <laughs> is that what it was, grunting? <laughs> oh, Julie, you're always grunting. Oh boy. Well, we actually have another letter here. If you guys would like, uh, yet another one, uh, Julie, you're coming back at just in time for the beginning of the next mailbag question of the day. Ladies, are you ready? Fabulous. That one's quite interesting, too. Dear Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean, I'm a 44-year-old woman and married for the first time to my husband only seven months ago. We met a little over four years ago. He's 47. And this is a second marriage for him. Our marriage is not a typical type of marriage. By this I mean he is a fourth-generation business owner of a company in Kentucky and is there Monday through Friday afternoon. He travels four hours on Friday to be with me in Tennessee and leaves Sunday around midnight. I travel as well to Kentucky, but not as often. The reason for this is my question. I've never been inside of his house, ever. When I'm there, we stay in a hotel or motel for the weekend. I've spoken to him about this on many occasions, letting him know how important it was for me to not only see the inside of his house, but to be able to stay there as well. His explanation to me is simply, I'm ashamed for you to see it in its present condition, and I want it to be fixed up before you see it. This has been going on for over four years now. How much time should it take to be in, ex- in acceptable shape. I'm very hurt, and it bothers me very much that my husband is keeping this part of his life from me, especially now that we are married. I have friends who think it's very odd, and I think I should demand to see it. There are times like that that I consider moving to Kentucky to be with my husband more often, but I have no home to be in, no place to live. I did live in Kentucky for, for six months, after we had known each other for about a year. I rented an apartment and we still never and still never seen the inside of his home. He stayed with me occasionally. I was so unhappy that I moved back to Tennessee. There are good and bad there to our situation. But we have been doing it for so long. It just works. 
I feel that there's something that if something is not done soon, it could cause a major problem in our marriage. I find at times I cry at the thought that my husband does not want me. Doesn't want me in his home when I'm there to be with him. I don't know if I'm being unreasonable or not, but feel that I am not. How do I handle the situation? And that's from Rebecca in Tennessee. Well, my first thought is that uh, there's another woman in that in that house, someone or something that he doesn't want her to see. Uh, I don't know, but she is married, and uh, unless he's a bigamist uh, and married in two states, which is possible, I've been on talk shows where there are people married in five states and nobody knows exactly about the other. Uh, then he's doing something illegal and he has a good reason not to want to bring her there. I'm surprised she hasn't questioned any of the neighbors or hired detectives or something. I'm not suggesting that she should do that, but, you know, when it's an extended period of time, you would wonder who comes in and out of that house just from the outside. Maybe he's a hoarder. You know, it could be, but then he would still have some have some reason that would make more sense than that as to why she could uh, as come by. Or I, you know, it could be that the house is in such bad condition because I've known people that live that way. But then why is he also gone five days a week? I don't right. like that, that she can't go to Kentucky with him five days a week. There's something going like on there, and it's more than the business. Yeah, it sounds like another case that there's more to the story than we're being told as well. I mean, it's yeah. a very, first of all, the setup itself is a very unconventional marriage. Two people living in two very distant from each other locations uh, that see that each other happens, two days a week. That it's for a good reason, and it's usually temporary. She said, and all, the only information uh, that she gives is that he has a business there. And I appreciate the fact that businesses are where businesses are, and you have to maintain them there. Um, I wonder what she does in Kentucky also that made her not or, – or I, I forget which one is which – where she is uh, that she doesn't want to move there to be with him. And if he is encouraging her to do so or not, I mean – not that that even matters right now uh, because he won't allow her into his house. It seems like if someone is going to cheat on somebody else, they would do it in a slightly less obvious way because, of course, your brain goes there first. Of course, that's every ABC after-school special ever where he's like, oh, don't come in here, don't come in there. Whatever you do, don't look in the closet. Whatever you do, don't look in the closet. And then the kids go look in the closet, and that's where all the bodies are, fi- are hidden or whatever. I mean, Of course, yeah. In, unless unless this guy, I mean, is an idiot, which I'm sure he's not, because why would she be with him if she's an if he's an idiot? Uh, that 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 I don't know if it's I don't think it's a it's a matter of cheating. I think there's something else going on there. Yeah, I think so too. It's uh, it's it's interesting. Now, just to I I've known people for decades where I've never been in their house because their parents were so ashamed of how dirty the house was, and there is almost like, an, like a, a psychological disorder there, where it's never yeah, good enough. Yeah, that is true. It's never good enough. The house, and so I've never the seen house the inside is such of some a mess. Of, yeah. Yeah. I've, like, and, and I mean, so, like, it's, it's the kind of thing that's, that, that it's not just messy or dusty or things out of place, but it's things that aren't cleaned uh, that should be cleaned. 
Or haven't you guys seen those TV shows, the hoarder TV shows, where you can't even step inside? Because there's yeah. oh, so yeah. much in there. Like, you literally yeah, cannot that. get from one room I've to the next. I, so you know, there junk. was a woman who was coming to me. She left her husband, and, and to prove that she never, that she didn't walk out and abandon a, a, a proper environment, she took pictures of the house. Right. And she said she gave the worst ones to the fire marshal with the oil mm-hmm. cans in the house. But I'll tell you, you literally, I saw the pictures. From what I saw, you could not tell one room from another. You couldn't tell the bathroom from the kitchen, from the living room, from the bedroom, because there were car parts and chairs and all sorts of things just piled up from wall to wall. Well, unfortunately, none of us. The, the analogy that I was looking, uh, that that I was uh, thinking of, was that the houses were not even messy. It was simply something in the minds of the mothers of the people who I was friends with when I was a kid, who thought that the house was never good enough, and they didn't want to have people over. It was a, it was a tremendous Im, uh, importance placed on the fact of guests coming over and things being just just so. And yeah, I remember being sure. stuck into some of these houses and seeing that they just looked lived in. There's nothing wrong. There might be some like like a couch uh, with some clothes on it, or uh, my friend at the time was sleeping on the couch, um, living on the house, and it took like ten years to uh, to finish the house. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's it, it seemed like. <laughs> Um, I, I, I'm going to it, because it's anonymous. I'll say it. It seems like the woman had a problem. It seems like there was some sort of psychological disorder that it would never be good enough. And when you're in the middle of construction or when something is out of order, this it might be the case. I'm not saying that it is, uh, Rebecca, but it, it might be the case. So I don't think he's. I don't, I don't know. My hunch is that he's not. He's not cheating. Yeah, is he taking care of a family member that uh, he's supposed to take care of and, and he's somehow neglecting or abusing the person? I mean, I would think there's an old aunt or somebody maybe there that he doesn't want her to see. Yeah. You know, there, there could be a lot of things, but I, I would try to observe at least from the outside and see who who, who comes back and forth. That would That would tell something probably. If it's I just do wonder him, why. Then I'm it assuming, could be the other. I'm assuming that she knows where this place is. I'm wondering why she has never just gone there and sat outside and waited just in case. Just in case he is that stupid. Um, <laughs> just, you know, I mean, put the trench coat and a pair of dark sunglasses on, sit across the street in your Miata, and just wait for him to come home. I mean, it's 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 weird and it's childish, but right now, it's worse. In that you might, she might resent him for this, and once you start resenting somebody, it's really hard, hard pattern to get out of. So I mean, it sounds like she already is. So I would recommend nipping this thing in the butt, even if it is, uh, even if it is explainable. I mean, otherwise you're not going to let it go yourself. So yeah. It's too difficult. It's it's too in, intriguing. It's again that's like that ABC special. That was a good analogy that that you made, Frank. Uh, the ABC special where you say, "Don't look in the closet. Don't look in that room." And of course, you know that's the first place that you have to look. Well, that's uh, 
that's the last of the, the mailbag questions for this week. So I'd like to take a moment to say thank you to uh, Giovanni and Rebecca. Uh, remember, great questions and great answers from our in-house experts, Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean. This week it was just the Dr. Jean half of that uh, duo. Next week we will get some uh, some reflections on these two letters from Lady Fontaine as well. That's next Tuesday at 11 o'clock on the future Blog Talk Radio, uh, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. But for Giovanni and Rebecca, please keep in touch with us, ladies, and uh, let us know how things turn out. Um, I'm dying to find out why this guy is not uh, not letting you in the house there, so please send that, send that over. And a reminder to everyone else out there, send us your questions to mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. That's mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. And Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean will be selecting a few of those questions each week to answer live on each show. Now, I'm thinking maybe now is, would be a good time to shut down. Uh, this is where we would normally be taking some phone calls. Uh, Dr. Jean? Yes, I would agree. Okay. Well, we don't have the switchboard, and, and uh, we're, we've, we're finished with our on-air callers. All we Let me just talk to each interrupt other for one second. Know. Hey, there's, some, there's one woman online. She knows Lady Fontaine isn't here. She has a question, so she said she'd be happy oh. to get advice from Dr. Jean. So I will be happy that's to fantastic. give the advice. Okay. Katie, are you Hello? there? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for calling back. Um, I just have a – I think it's a simple question. Um, I was married for 25 years to a man who was um, verbally abusive, rebounded to the wrong guy who I thought who had everything. He was the polar opposite. So I'm breaking away from both of those, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, on my own now, not even looking one way or the other. And there's this, thing, there's this guy who's been courting me, but I haven't really, I haven't actually officially even dated him yet. And I don't know whether or not I should wait a couple of years, like everybody says, before I date anybody. Why would anybody. you wait a couple of years? If I don't know. You're that's what everybody broken from the second one. Well, I have, but everybody just says I should wait two years just because of just to be me, be by my own, be on my well, own. Well, it, it depends on the situation. I mean, if you were uh, somebody who was newly in recovery, or no. depending on what situations you had in your own life, but it sounds like you're pretty much almost single and free and, and you'd like to get out there and, and be with somebody. That's just the sense I'm getting. Is that Oh, correct? yeah, I definitely would. Absolutely. I don't want to get married. Would you mind if I chimed in for a moment? Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, this guy that's courting you, uh, do you like him? A lot. Yes, I do. He's a gentleman. You do. You like this guy. Right. But, uh, you the know, I have, thing... I have my reserve up because of everything that's happened in the past. Okay. Well, the no, only thing that should stop you is you. That, so. Don't. <laughs> there is no, there's no guidebook anywhere that says that you have to wait X amount of time. When you're ready, If something, if someone comes along and blows you away, nothing should stop you. It doesn't sound like this guy's blowing you away. I mean, your answer just now is he's a gentleman, but you have your reservations. If your reservations are because of what other people are telling you, then forget that and go for it. If your reservations are because you don't think you're ready yet, then that's something else. But 
so far as, well, you have to wait two days to call the guy, or uh, you can't date unless you wait half the amount of time of your former relationship. That's all BS. Yeah. If this guy's worth it, grab on with both hands and hold on tight. I think he's I worth would it. think so. I think he's worth it. Yeah, he was talking about getting together on New Year's. So. Ooh. And, you know, the closer it, you, know, you get to him, the more you get to know him, the more likely you are that you will see negative traits, and maybe he's not the right person to you, for you. But if he's not, he's not going to be right in two years either. So, you know... What Frank is saying about the waiting and what the friends are telling you, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It wouldn't it wouldn't help you in this situation. You've got well, to I guess, get to know the guys what, first. I guess what gets me all the time is a lot of times if you meet guys even between the first marriage and the very short <laughs> period of time, guys fall in love really quickly. And I don't know if guys do, but some people. This seems to be that the ones that I start to date, and after two or three dates, they're saying, I love you, and I'm thinking, how? You don't even know me. And that's what kind of freaks me out. Well, that that is, that's a big red light, red light there, you know. I mean, if they're falling for you uh, two dates in, it could be infatuation. That's true. Um, it doesn't sound like, the, from the way you're talking about this guy, he's included in that description, is he? No, uh-uh. no, he's just, he likes me for who I am. Yeah, I mean, we're just friends right now. As far as I've of. gotten it to. <laughs> Go the only thing that I would be afraid of is that if you didn't pursue this, if you did not see him on New Year's, then you might regret it. And regret is a lot worse than getting burned. That's true. Hey, that's uh, another good point. Frank is the... Uh, Honorary psychologist. I'm not seeing the psychic side of him, but that that is definitely true. That that if you this guy, all indications are that he's a good person, and he shows an interest in you. And if you turn him down for New Year's, he's gonna think you have something else to do, and then he might lose interest or start to pull away and go after someone else. And then you'll say. Uh, yeah, you know, I could have been with somebody wonderful. Now, you might go out with him New Year's and have a great time, and then for whatever reason you dwindle away and, and you're not friends that much anymore. But it, it seems like if you, the only way you're going to ever satisfy that curiosity and either put him behind you or uh, be lucky on the third uh, hit so you won't have three strikes that you're out. You'll have three strikes and he'll be in with you and things will be fine. You know, he sounds like the best out of the two that you described before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the second <laughs> husband, I totally supported him for a year and then I thought this is ridiculous. So, but no, I, I'm i just shy because of the poor choices, but I, I have learned from my past. I'm just I, you know, it's just been a tough year. My daughter died earlier this year, so I'm I'm real reserved. Sorry. What I do? No, it's okay. It's not okay, but there's really nothing I can do about it. So that's why I'm just I'm just gun shy right yeah. now. Well, do what feels right. All right. Do what I'll feels do right and do what's going to make yeah. you happy. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it, and I hope y'all have a wonderful holiday. Thank you. Oh, well, you too. All Thank right. You. Bye-bye. All right, Frank, do we have anybody else or Julie? Nope, that's uh, it for now. Looks like looks like we're ending on a 
on an all right note. On a high uh, note. Yeah. Well, I, I hope I hope that works out for her. Uh, I mean, uh, just to reiterate, I mean, if if something is worth it, there's nothing should stop you. No one should stop you, because the worst thing the world the worst thing in the world to do is to not act on something and always wonder what was, what might have been. And um, exactly. that's the one thing you don't want to live with. And uh, especially when, when I mean, again, it's not to say be indecisive and flitter from that one person to the next person that you're attracted to and just go around willy-nilly following various body parts in the direction that they point you. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying is if you do meet somebody who you're interested in, Know yourself. Know, be comfortable with what it is that you want. Uh, in, in in this way, this woman, you know, she's a little bit afraid. I think she was uh, describing, not necessarily uh, considering the tragedies in her life, but of her track record and her two ex-husbands, right? As long as she understands the pattern and analyzes that in her mind and is comfortable adjusting how she, you know, attacks the world. If someone comes along... If it's a month after, if it's a week after her old relationship, nothing, nothing should stop her. What do you think, Doctor? I agree. I agree. Me too. Well, that's three. <laughs> we <laughs> all agree. That's, uh, come on, somebody <laughs> pretend to disagree with me, just so we could have uh, have a little conflict on the radio here. I changed my mind. I think uh, everyone should. I don't know. Join the priesthood. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, well, it looks like that's going to be about it for tonight. Uh, thank you so much uh, to our callers and our uh, the people who sent in letters uh, to um, to Paula running the switchboard tonight. Uh, we did have a few technical problems, and unfortunately, Lady Fontaine could not be with us tonight. But like I said, next week she is going to be back in force with. Psychic guns are blazing. Yes, answering all your questions, giving some reflections on uh, what we spoke about today, and of course, the lovely Dr. Jean Cirillo will be joining her in the tag team duo of advice giving this. Right, Dr. Jean. Right, right. <laughs> and maybe even Frank so, will chime in some of his expert advice as well. Yeah. Oh, I think I talked enough this week. That's uh, that's good. I'll just sit in the background and play with my toys. It's, it's all right. <laughs> But yes, yes, we'll all be here. Julie Zellman, Jean Cirillo, and Lady Fontaine and myself. So uh, next week, Tuesday, uh, I, I don't have the script here with me, unfortunately, but uh, Tuesday, 11 o'clock, Blog Talk Radio, Eye on the Future. Tune in for expert advice, Dr. Jean Cirillo and Lady Fontaine. So uh, quick plug for myself. The Invisible World starts at 12.30 tonight on uh, Blog Talk Radio, so be sure to, sh- uh, to tune in for that. The Invisible World, tonight is our holiday Christmas story, <laughs> ghost story spectacular. Usually the last uh, the last Tuesday of every month, we have the Campfire Show, which is uh, stories that the listeners have sent in to us, true ghost stories. Tonight we have that, but all Christmas-themed or holiday-themed, so you're not going to want to miss that one, The Invisible World. So have a wonderful week. Uh, thanks to everybody here. And, uh, geez, do, do, do we have something to play in the end? 
here in the last few uh few uh few minutes of the show. Where is that? I'm not on the switchboard anymore, but I think that your voice ah, okay. is good enough to say goodnight, Frank. All right. Well, there's a nice clean ending to this show. Ladies and gentlemen at home, have a great evening. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody here, and thank you out there. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.